0: Welcome to the Haunted Hangover podcast with your hosts Andy and Shauna. Join us each week and settle down with a drink as we guide you through stories and mysteries from around the world, from ghosts and demons to UFOs and cryptids. You name it, and we'll probably more than likely have a story about it. So grab a drink and dim those lights and be prepared for a cry. cry. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'll just run the intro. <laughs> tell. Sean has had a rum.
1: <laughs> I have had one rum.
0: I mean, it's the haunted handover podcast week three. You know, mm-hmm. it would be. We had to get there not... Yeah. It'd be shameful for us to not to be at least a little bit tipsy. But yeah, week three it is. Welcome back, everyone.
1: Can't resist those doppy shes.
0: The what? The dup- Oh yeah. Mid rum. rums. I'm. I'm,
1: I'm going straight into what we're drinking. I am drinking today. <laughs> The Doppish share, one of my favourites, Jamaican Barbadian rum, 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 (laughs) rum, mate. Rum,
0: rum, boy, rum. And Coke.
1: It's always with Coke. I don't want people thinking I'm doing shots of these things.
0: (laughs) I mean, you would be on the floor. But yeah, welcome back for episode three. I am currently drinking. I'm just, I'm just on the Stella Artores, you know, the wife beater, so... (gasps) what that'll that'll do me that'll do me for the day
1: but to be fair he does have an awesome sort of like um keg thing that you have and he pours it himself so that's pretty that's pretty cool
0: well man of the year yeah yeah so welcome back so this is week three um so today we've got a bit of um i know my story anyway takes us out of england into scotland i believe shauna's yours is Still in London. Still in London.
1: But again, it's a something that happened to me. Again.
0: Okay. <laughs> hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't fix it. So I would just uh, like to uh, obviously take this opportunity to say, obviously, if you're enjoying our show, um, then if you can leave us a review on whatever site you listen to us on, that would be great. It really helps us um, get get the podcast seen by more people. Um, um, and thank you
1: for listening. Still
0: we're up to three followers now so that's uh ooh, ooh. <laughs> no we're only joking we appreciate everyone that takes time to listen to us.
1: and if any of um of you have your own scary encounters please email us on the haunted hangover podcast at outlook.com and i will select one each week to read so yeah that'd be interesting to hear your own encounters andy queen queen yeah. How's your week been
0: it has been good not too bad yeah yeah I mean finally got some money set aside for our little holiday so yeah so it's always a good week when I I'm not gonna go bankrupt because of our, our little trip to Spain <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are off on howls. yep
0: yeah. end of June yeah better dawn. here we go
1: should be good should be good of course it's gonna be good
0: yeah yeah Sun sea, sand so yeah so how I mean how's your week been
1: um yeah. It's been good as well, um, as you may have noticed. Years ago I pierced my eyebrow, I re-pierced it, but other than that, that's the most exciting thing that's happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, we're not the most exciting people, are we? I mean, this is basically our best outlet we have as yeah, podcast.
1: Yeah, most of the time we're, we're busy, so this is, this is the excitement of the week.
0: It is, it is yeah. for us anyway. Hopefully yeah. it is for you too, every okay, Tuesday.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Right, so I am going to take the lead today and um, do my story first.
0: Oh. changing it up. <laughs>
1: yeah. So my story today um, is, as I said, is based on another encounter that happened to me, um, for those people that may be listening from Hammersmith. Mm. So it's, um, well, I think I think it's a well-known story, okay. but for those that may not know, um, so again, Hammersmith is in West London. Um, so I'm just going to get on with it you go so on the 3rd of January 1804 a 29 year old (laughs) officer named Francis Smith shot and killed a bricklayer Thomas Mill I know right Um, called (laughs) Thomas Millwood mistaken him for um, a white clove, mistaken his white clove sorry for a shroud of a a ghostly apprehension
0: Apparition.
1: Apparition. That's <laughs>
0: the word.
1: Sorry. You've got to get to know me. I do get tongue tied and yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Smith was found guilty of murder and sentenced to death, but later was commi- um, commuted to one year's hard labour. Doesn't seem enough really for mm. just shooting someone. I mean,
0: if it works out, you know, it works
1: out. But, 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 just, <laughs> it, I go into detail of where he shot him and yeah. Okay. So the legend goes, just after 11pm, Smith encountered Millwood um, whilst he was heading home from Brickline Lane, which is still a well-known Hammersmith road, um, or lane. Um, So he was visiting his parents' and sister's house. Millwood's sister, um, Anne, happened to witness his brother's murder and claims Francis saw Thomas and challenged him, shouting, Damn you, who are you and what are you? Damn you, I'll shoot you. After which Smith um, shot him in, his le- in, in the left of his lower jaw and killed him. Millward was taken to the nearby local, which was black line um, Inn, but it was a, uh, it was already too late. The surgeon there, Mr. Flower, examined the body, noting the sh- noting the shot had penetrated through Millward's left lower jaw, through the vertebrae of his neck and injured the spinal marrow. The issues surrounding this case were never um, settled for over 180 years until a court appealed um, decision in 1984. At this time, it was too late. The great part is the Black line Inn is still a pub till this day, over 200 years later, and this is where my story begins. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. So, we shall begin my story. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very
0: scary laugh you had then, Sean, mm. as well. It was a... mm. Maniacal.
1: I can do some evil laugh. Right. So lo- so some locals of Hammersmith believe to have seen a ghostly figure in white clothing resembling Thomas Millwood. I happen to be one of those people. Okay. Yep. Yeah. This is another night that I will never forget. It was a warm summer's evening I had decided to meet up with some friends for dinner at the Black Lion Inn. Now being local to Hammersmith, the pub and the Hammersmith ghost murder case were a well-known story, one of which I was intrigued by, naturally especially as people had claimed to see the ghostly figure of Thomas Milwood. I, for one, was not thinking of seeing anything. As much as I believe, I, um, you will never know what you... Um, sorry. You just never know if what you wish will, will never come true. That right. night, my wish did come true.
0: That is a difficult sentence to say, of course. <laughs> <laughs> out there, fun.
1: right? Um, so yeah, it was after 10pm and I said goodbye to my friends. As they decided to go on to another bar and go clubbing, surprisingly I didn't go with them. <laughs> I
0: was about to say, were you ill?
1: <laughs> well, no, I wasn't. <laughs> um, I started walking down Black uh, Lion Lane, as much as I would love to have gone with them, see. Mm. Um, I had this feeling I needed to go the other way and home. As I was saying, I was walking leisurely down Black Lion Lane in no rush, when suddenly felt this cold airbrush against my arm. I thought this was weird, as there was no wind and it was still quite hot out for the time of night. It was. I shook my head and carried on walking. I had walked about two steps when, again, I noticed. Um, I felt sorry. This cold air brushed my my arm, but this time it felt different. It felt like a hand touching me. I stopped walking, but this time, turning round, looking behind me, following the touch of the hand, I stood there in sh- shock. Shock. <laughs> what I thought would never happen happened there stood a ghostly figure dressed in white more precisely a tall man with linen trousers a waistcoat and a very white apron unable to speak or move i just stood there staring at this man not believing my eyes it seemed to be trying to say something to me but the words were just not registering like he was behind a thick piece of glass and the words were just muted i shook my head and closed my eyes trying to make sense of everything i was witnessing and to also try to make the words clear I was so desperate to know what he was saying. I opened my eyes and the ghostly figure had vanished. I did a 360, spinning like a crazy person, trying to find the figure, but nothing. He was gone. Since I have visited the Black Lion Inn, but never again have I seen him, who I believe to be Thomas Millwood, the ghostly figure of Hammersmith, Black Lion Lane. Ooh. Man, yeah. It's that very, happened.
0: It's very strange. It's... it's, it's... It's very public. But it was out in the open.
1: Mm. As I was saying, like it was. Well, I suppose it was only ten pm. Mm. Most people were sitting in the pub, but me and you got to visit this place.
0: Yeah, I think we'll have to. Got yeah.
1: some photos as well with um, which we could put on the Instagram. Um, yeah,
0: all, all the... photos from all the stories that we do. They'll, they'll be on our Instagram. So that's that's uh, the Haunted Hangover Podcast. Um, yeah so you' you can see all these photos
1: and the black line as I said the black line um in still a pub this day and they even have a plaque outside which again will be on the Instagram um mentioning this just okay. mention it but yeah it's interesting
0: yeah sounds good very good story yeah I like it <laughs> I like it right so I'll take it there it's my turn let's have a look yeah yes
1: he's getting ready.
0: Okay, so moving on from Hammersmith to the Highlands of Scotland for my story this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to get the name of the mountain wrong, uh, but here we go. So this story is the story of the grey man of Ben Mcdewey the Watcher in the Mist. And this is our first cryptid um, story of Ooh. the... I know, right? Exciting. Ooh. So if, if, if you don't know, cryptid is basically... Uh, an animal with the supernatural world, so mm. like um, a mermaid, I suppose, is a cryptid, or Nessie, not Ness, the Yeti, things like that. So that is what a, um, a cryptid is, and that is what our story is about today. is about a man's experience with a cryptid in the highlands of Scotland. Fine. So the story takes us to the Cairngorms Gorms National Park. Now, we've all heard stories of the Sasquatch, Yeti, and the Abominable Snowman, but have you heard of the Grey Man of Ben McDewie. There's been a long, there's long been talk of the big grey man in the Cairngorm Mountains, known locally for decades as it was entered into popular folklore when Professor Norman Colley reported his experiences in 1889. The following extract is from uh, one of uh, his interviews he did from his experience on the mountains. I was retur- returning from the Cairn on the summit in a mist when I began to think I heard something else than merely the noise of my own footsteps. Every few steps I took I heard a crunch and then another crunch as if somebody was walking after me but taking steps three or four times the length of my own. I said to myself this is all nonsense. I listened and heard it again but could see nothing in the mist. As I walked on and the eerie crunch, crunch sounded behind me I was seized with terror and took to my heels. Staggering blindly among the boulders for four or five miles, nearly down to the forest below. Whatever you make of it, I do not know. But there is something very queer about the top of Ben Macdui, and will not go back there again by myself. I know. And Shauna is laughing at the word queer in the sentence, but <laughs> but yes, it means strange. What we say is strange in the olden days, Shauna. It's
1: like gay and used to mean happy, so yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, that is what he said in an interview. So, Ben McDewey is the second largest mountain in the UK and our story today recounts a wild camping experience to remember. Time now for the story of The Watcher in the Mist. Landscape photography is my passion. I love it and I've traveled the world taking photographs. One place I always wanted to go to was the Cairngorms National Park in Scotland. It is an area of outstanding beauty as in a, and is in a dark zone meaning no air pollution is present at night and the Milky Way can be seen on clear nights. I plan to stay overnight in what is known as a Bothy. These are small buildings which are open all year round with amenities for hikers to stay in, especially during the winter. My plan was to stay in one of these at the base of Ben Macdui until about 4 a.m. and start out on a hike to picture the incredible landscape during the winter sunrise. I arrived at the Bothy around 8 p.m and made myself comfortable as the weather started to roll in over the mountains. The snow and fog made it almost impossible to see the surrounding environment. I was happy to say that at least this body existed and was well maintained. I set my alarm for 4am and began to drift off to sleep. As I did, I realised just how isolated I was. I had seen no one in hours and certainly I can't imagine people would be out and about this time hiking, especially in this weather. As I was falling asleep, I could hear a loud, guttural shriek. It sounded far away, and I rationalised it as being an animal, and with that last thought, I fell into a deep sleep. My alarm woke me up at 4am. It took all my willpower not to hit snooze, but I was excited, however, to get ready, and get all my gear together ready to go and get some incredible photos. I set out into the cold darkness at about 4.30am, I had a route planned and there was quite an established footpath trail to the summit, and with my headlamp on the route was quite well lit. One thing I started to notice however was footsteps in the snow following mine. Was I hearing things? Was I being stalked by an animal? There isn't dangerous wildlife in Scotland. Large species of deer and reindeer, some wild cats, but they wouldn't be able to harm me, and this is what I continued to tell myself. I started to panic, and began thinking about the screaming when I was always falling asleep. The footsteps kept following me. Crunch, mm-hmm. crunch, <laughs> just behind me in the snow. I began to pick up the pace, crunch, crunch, still following me. I began, I be- I began to become turned around though, through my state of panic, and there was no one around but me, and still these footsteps got louder and louder. Crunch, crunch, and then BANG! Mm-hmm. I ran into something and fell over. I placed my hands over my face, not wanting to see what I had run into. ''Are you okay mate?'' I heard. I opened my eyes to see a man with a big headlamp looking down at me. ''Are you okay?'' he asked again. He offered out his hand to help me to my feet. I was so relieved to see someone else on this mountain. I felt safe again, and like an absolute idiot for getting so spooked. I was happy I now had an explanation for the footsteps. We, we exchanged pleasantries and went our separate ways and the sun was starting to come up and, up and I found a vantage point to get some nice photographs. Later, after a day of photography and as the light was beginning to fade, I started to make my way down to the bothy I stayed in the previous night. Again, fog just started to roll in over the hills rather quickly. I made tracks and started to pick up the pace as I didn't want a repeat of earlier and got spooked in the thick fog again. The fog managed to catch up with me about half a mile out from safety. I suddenly got an eerie feeling like I was not alone. The feeling of being watched was intense, and out the corner of my eye, even in this thick, strange fog, I could see movement of a shape. A human looking shape, but it couldn't be a person. The silhouette I now see was human shaped, but maybe looked to be about 10 feet tall. What was I seeing? Some sort of abominable soul man? I stood there looking at whatever it was for a few seconds. I could still make out no features, just the silhouette and then it screamed at me, the same scream as last night, I turned around, the light on the hut in the distance. Large footsteps now chased me, crunch, crunch, (laughs) and I was under no impression this thing had been with me, stalking me since the previous night. I ran as fast as I could and still large footsteps continued to chase me, crunch, crunch, just when I was certain whatever it was was going to catch me, I reached the end of the cloud of fog that had engulfed me and I ended up at the door of the hut. I opened the door and slammed it behind me. A couple were already taken shelter in the body and I must have looked insane at the intensity I ran in and slammed the door. But I was so happy I would not be spending the night alone on the mountain again. I sat down by the fire and contemplated telling the couple about what I saw. A large grey figure in the mist. The large footsteps that had been stalking me throughout the day. The screams of the strange fog that seemed to engulf me and the monster that came with it. But I did not. I just settled down for a night to sleep and the following morning, when it was light, with not a cloud in the sky and no sign of fog, I quickly and hastily made my way home. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 No. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this shit I'm no out now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd I mean, go with that. <laughs> nah. Saving myself upon that one. Bitch, no. Bitch, no. No, you would mm-hmm. not catch me. I mean, yeah, dark on the mountain.
1: Mm-mm. So Annie has this um, has a lizard. I um, <laughs> we going with this. <laughs> <I was laughs> his name's Finn. He's beautiful. I was looking at him, and I swear he was listening because his <clears> face was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no,
0: no, no,
1: no. That, and because he prefers warmth. but yeah. yeah I was that like freezing. I yeah. was with him like, no, bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not on the mountain. No. No. Oh so I think that's us done for done for today our our stories, Shauna. And since uh, since you want to take the lead today, I'll hand it over to you to say bye to everyone.
1: Lead girl. Right spooky people, so that is us, as he said, for today. I hope you've enjoyed. Please don't forget to review us on whichever platform you listen to. We are on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Also don't forget, if you have your own encounter, please email us well me, because I deal with the emails <laughs> on thehauntedhangover at outlook.com. Okay so stay spooky guys stay bye.
0: Spooky. bye bye